Today, we're talking about values and vision in the workplace. What's possible at work? How big could it be? What should we be aiming at? Now, I'm going to guess that you had a goal for this year, a monetary one, a financial target. Most people do. The quality, the fidelity, the level of commitment, it varies. But hopefully, the floor, the minimum, was there was some kind of financial target you were aiming for. That's an example of taking a risk, calling a shot, which involves the possibility of failure because it's entirely possible that it may not happen. That kind of risk-taking and that kind of believing is the essence and the seedbed of success in any organization. It's what top performers require, is to know that this ship is going somewhere and you as the leader are intending on taking us towards a worthwhile goal, that you're committed and that that commitment is reflected in the fact that you're taking a risk. This practice, the dialogue, the conversation we could have about that is not what we're going to discuss today, but it is a proxy and a metaphor for taking a gamble, having a vision, taking a risk. It's more comfortable and it's more common in the financial arena. Here's where it's less common. When we get over to big picture vision, values, meaning in the workplace, differentiation, there is lots and lots of skepticism, pessimism, cynicism, I dare say. I love entrepreneurs. I am one. They're my people. I identify more than peers, I identify as a, a, as a people group. It represents a way of thinking. It represents the impossible dream, the noble pursuit of something that might not happen, but the journey is transformational and the commitment is to be transformed. That connection that I have drives a lot of meaning in my work. And one of my deepest reflections is that entrepreneurs are uncomfortable envisioning meaning at work that is non-financial in nature. That may sound a little controversial. You may be thinking, you know, I want to, I, I endeavor to take great care of my people. I want to pay them well and make sure they're happy. Okay. That's exciting. Here's my firsthand experience. My firsthand felt experience is that when we talk about values, for example, it gets really uncomfortable because for the most part, it feels made up. There's the idea that the values need to be simultaneously heartfelt and big and meaningful. I came about up against this when we first decided to come up with values in our organization. It took a while. It took multiple iterations until we got to the point that we had something that was really high conviction, not aspirational. What, what might be aspirational? Um, Mensa level IQ. That'd be dope. It's not really true. I don't have conviction about it. I don't care if people have Mensa level IQ. That's, that's not one of our aspirations, but someone somewhere might hold that up as like, you know, that's, that's what we should be aiming at. Or we should be aiming at that everybody's 
uh, extremely committed. Everybody is so committed that they, they're they grinders. They work over 40 hours a week. But the point is that, that these things are good or bad. The point is when folks start off with vision and values, they tend to be aspirational. And I don't find a lot of value in things that are aspirational. I find value in things that you have conviction about. What matters to you personally? Not what should you be doing, but what are you doing now? And what you have the ability to envision in large part is a function of the amount of meaning that you find at work. Most businesses are simply a place to make and get money, a place for the organization to grow so the owner has a financial future and a place for workers to come work and get a paycheck. That sounds cynical and that's because it is. That's what the majority of, of businesses are. Do I have judgment about that? Probably a little bit. Um, I, I mostly, I understand it. I can see why. In the absence of, vis of vision, in the absence of hope, we resign ourselves to a more transactional relationship. That happens all over the place. I go to the grocery store. I'm in the checkout aisle. What are my expectations for that experience? None. I have no expectations. That is speed. As quickly as possible, I want to check out and leave. I'm not bringing a lot of, of expectation. A lot of expectation isn't applied, and therefore it's not unsurprising that it's an unremarkable set of circumstances and interactions. Accordingly, it's not surprising, and I'm not shocked when I interact with business leaders that are really resistant to the idea of there being meaning at work. And property management is a great example. I hear stories sometimes like, well, you know, if you were in property management, then you would know and you would understand it's a hard job and blah, blah, blah. Story, just story, narrative, enabling narrative that would explain believing that somehow this work doesn't have a lot of meaning. The subtext of that being that the nature of the work period in any arena would be the basis by which the work would have meaning. And I fundamentally reject that premise. I don't believe that the work that we're doing, i.e. trying to put a rocket on the moon at SpaceX versus working in the sanitation department in the hood, that that somehow would explain the level of engagement. The reality is it's all made up. We get to choose how much meaning there is in our work. We get to choose the nobility of the work. We get to choose the quality of the connection that we're going to have at work. Accordingly, my question for you is how much meaning are you willing to believe in that there is at work, at your workplace, right here and now? You may not know how to envision that. You may not know how to create that. You may not know how to convince somebody else. And that's because it starts with you. If you don't have a lot of meaning, if you believe in the idea that it's just a paycheck, it's true. You can't expect other people to believe things that you don't believe for yourself. If you believe, not for your workers, your teammates, but for yourself, this is just a way to extract money. Like, hey, you know, it's not really what I want to be doing, but it's a way to provide for my family. I'm built, you know, I'm building something for legacy. But really, it's property management. It's just a way to make a buck. If you believe that, it's true. If you believe Let's think of an extreme version, borderline hyperbolic extreme version of this. 
property management is changing lives. How is it changing lives? Well, what are we talking about? We're talking about homes. Places people live, learn, grow. The container within which people are formed who will go out and do work, touch lives, and become society, community. If you think that your teammates are coming into a container that will be profoundly impactful in their life, that their work experiences will be profoundly impactful on their life. You can believe in the physics of that situation as I do, which isn't to say it's necessarily good or bad, but just that it will. It could be a really bad environment where they're spoken down to, they're demeaned, they're patronized. Man, that's going to bear fruit. That's going to program things. I have teammates now who are still processing the deprogramming of the way that they were treated at certain employers. If you believe that it's neutral, has minimal impact, it's just a paycheck. You know, yeah, I work hard like my teammates, but like, hey, you know, and I don't want to hear too much about this meaning BS because I'm just, at the end of the day, I'm just getting a paycheck. That gets to be true. If, by contrast, you believe that these are some of the most impactful relationships that you're going to have, that your teammates are both impacting your trajectory as well as just being definitional, definitional for your life. I worked with so-and-so. I worked with Tom, Susie, Mary, and like, man, that was a relationship I had, you know? In that phase of life, it was 10 years where I worked side-by-side with this person. And, you know, we worked on projects. We did work projects. They were cool. But I was with this person. I got to know this person and the quality of that relationship, the rapport, the experience that I had, that was a part of my life. What is life other than connections, interactions, experiences? Work's not exempt from that. Work does not count because there's money involved. Work is that in spades. And it could be some of the most profoundly meaningful interactions that you have. Or not. It's all made up. The hesitation or the embrace of the belief that what's happening in the workplace is really impactful gives definition to what actually happens. What I'm choosing to believe is that there's a massive amount of meaning in work. What I'm choosing to believe is that when I tell my people that we're doing something special and I mean it, when I tell me my people that we're doing something unprecedented, when I tell my people that we're invested in the people that we're serving, that it's sincere. And because it's sincere, it's impactful and it gives them meaning in their work. I believe that. I've seen that. I've experienced that. And I've also seen the opposite when I've done that as well. This doesn't matter. I don't really care. It's just a financial exchange and trade. And at the point that that stops working, there's no other attachment to it. So we might as well bail. I've done that. I felt that. It didn't breathe a lot of life. To me, it made me transactional with the work, which meant I treated people transactionally, which meant that the whole thing was unstable and the whole thing didn't have a lot of meaning. What I know is that I, for me to get up at my best, not the version of me that's 
doing good. But the version of me that is truly great, that is world-class, that is endeavoring to make the most of my one precious life, I need that belief. I need that meaning. And I don't believe that's just true for me. It's all made up. And what you choose to make up is going to transform lives in one way or the other. So if you're flirting with this story that it's just fill in the blank, it's just software. It's just real estate. It's just property management. You get to be right about that. And if you believe that it's so much more, not because of the ones and the zeros, not because of the dollars, not because of the industry or the specific trade, but because we're dealing with humans and living a life day after day here at work, you get to be right about that too. My challenge for you is to be a dreamer, to be a believer, to help people become and achieve more than they thought possible simply because you can. Believing that, that is the path for maximal commercial outcomes as well. Hear me, I'm not talking about altruism at the expense of business. I'm talking about cracking the code for an environment where people are invited to build and to show up at their best. It's the opposite of cynicism. So now would be a great time to check in for yourself on where you're holding cynicism for yourself and your teammates. Where is the cynicism coming up? Where are you saying it's just X, Y, Z? It doesn't really matter. You can simultaneously believe that it's just so-and-so, that these specifics don't matter, and that it matters tremendously because of what it represents. When you start genericizing the engagements, the behaviors, and the attitudes, you uncover and you unlock the real conversation, the real thing to focus on. This workplace, this thing that you're building, it can be a canvas for you to express yourself. And if you start believing that your thoughts and opinions matter, if you start believing that you have a unique perspective on this business, it doesn't matter because you're going to be the next Elon Musk and your company is going to be the next Amazon. It matters simply because you matter. And when you show up at your best, when you take a risk, when you clarify your own vision and values, when you stake a flag in the ground, you call the best in yourself. You call the best in other people. I'm committed to doing that. And I'm here to tell you that you could do that as well. And you could gain so much more meaning in the workplace. And I guess my question is, why wouldn't you? Why not? I'm choosing to be here. I'm committed to making the most of it. Why wouldn't I choose to get as much meaning out of work as possible? Anyway, it's what I'm doing. It could be there for you. If this conversation lights you up, if you want to talk more about it, I want you to know I'm interested in this conversation and I'm in this conversation for its own sake. It's kind of an infinite game for me, if you will. If you want to talk about it more, hit me up, jordanatleadsimple.com. I'd love to chat about it. We could get on the phone. I'd be happy to share what I'm learning, my faults, my, my stumbles, all the ways in which I've screwed this up and the ways in which I'm, I'm learning, I'm growing, and I'm committed to it. So let's keep the conversation going. Uh, I'm hoping you got something out of this. If so, if it stimulated a thought or a question, I'd love to hear from you. Peace. Jordan here asking you, what do you got? What is a question you want to ask me? Can you stump me? 
Can you throw me something hard, perplexing, vexing, something you feel tied up in knots with? Throw it at me. I'll do my best to try and answer that question, to dissect it, to parse out the nuance and maybe help you get a bit more clarity. I'm looking for questions as the basis for creating content and you're looking for answers as the basis for clarity and wouldn't it be perfect if those two things matched up? Drop a comment, send me, send me an email, jordan at leadsimple.com. Let's stay in the conversation. Peace.